Hello, and welcome to Michelle Newsletter. I am your host, Michelle Stevens. Hi, guys. Um, it's the first full day of spring. Um, the changing of seasons almost feel like maybe a second chance at the start of a new year. Um, I, you know what? I don't. I think we need to change or open span our idea of New Year. I think of how um, Lunar New Year was back in February. Um, now it's spring and for a lot of people they think for spring to spring is a way to count um, I guess time. And and then in um, Jewish um, cultures, uh, Rosh Hashanah is a new year. So there's just a lot of different ways. I mean, in the school year, in normally uh, in either August or September. So New Year's are are relative, and and if you dare to have New Year's resolutions in um, January of 2021 and you didn't keep up with it hey start now okay anyway um I was trying to think of what I wanted to talk about and I was inspired by an expression that a lot of people say to me when they don't finish their food and just to preface a I'm just going to remind everyone that um, I work as a server in a restaurant. So the expression they say is, I guess my eyes were too big for my stomach. Um, I got to say, it's mostly men who say this. I don't, I don't know why men love a corny or dad joke um women if they don't finish they just ask for, they ask for to go boss and keep it keep it moving they don't have to say something to me but anyway I mean I'm not trying to say if you don't finish your food it's a gendered thing because honestly your eyes could be too um big for your stomach and that expression I guess means that you saw things on the menu um, and maybe weren't as hungry as you thought you were I mean it happens it's fine Um, and you know what that's not an issue for me and it shouldn't be an issue for someone else I mean, I don't like food waste, but I, I think a lot of us were um, told that we needed to be members of a clean plate club and to finish your food. And honestly, I think it even maybe it's exacerbated if you eat out. That means you spent money as opposed to finishing your food at home so I think that might be one reason why it's a little bit worse or perceived to be worse but 
you should eat until you're full or you should eat until you you feel like you've had enough um maybe not necessarily full not so that it's hard for you to get up not so that you feel um sick um it's funny because I just thought about how um I've I have witnessed a couple of eating contests and I know people have who think that is ridiculously gross actually probably anyone who is not American because I've witnessed a cupcake eating contest um I think some pizza eating a slider eating contest these are all amateur contests not like uh what is it called major league eating I'm not gonna get deep into the whole eating contest but I know that Europeans um, um, really I, well the I, this is anecdotal there's no I don't know if there's a statistic about like how Europeans or British people think about um, uh, competitive eating contests but they don't they think it's stupid <laughs> honestly it's so funny because then if you talk to someone, I mean, it really does depend. It's it's just, you know, um, there are some, um, you know, mukbang. I mean, there are some people who, in some Asian cultures or some Asian people actually think there's, they're interested in it. So culturally, it's up to you. But I'm not, like I said, not going to talk about um, competitive eating. I'm talking about regular, ordinary eating. And also about disordered eating. I figured I'd look it up because I feel like a lot of us have had disordered eating, which is not the same thing as having an eating disorder. Um, symptoms of disordered eating are frequent dieting, chronic weight fluctuations, rigid rituals and routines surrounding food and exercise. And I want to touch on that one. Okay. I'm not a dieter. I love to eat. I love food. Um, my weight hasn't fluctuated. I think I've been plus or minus uh, 15 pounds probably over the last couple years. But maybe 10 years ago, I was probably about at least 30 pounds lighter. But let's not talk about that. Anyway, um rigid rituals and routine surrounding food and exercise I don't have an exercise routine I walk everywhere so that's my routine um but my routine surrounding food I've been doing um intermittent fasting probably a good six months and I'm not even sure of the huge benefit other than I'm real consistent with um, a morning poop now. I don't know. Maybe too much information, but that's the immediate thing that I can think of. Um, Because it has not done anything to affect my insomnia. 
there's so many reasons why I can have insomnia. So I don't think it's eating food like, but I don't eat food like. Um, I have not lost weight. Um, I guess one thing I am rarely hungry though. I'm never starving. Well, sometimes I'm starving after work, but I'll just eat right away. So I mean, one thing about working in a restaurant is normally food around so anyway but this past week truth be told um, I think at least two days out of the week I wasn't able to really fast the way I wanted mine is just 12 hours I really try to be done with eating probably maybe at the latest at 8 30 and then when I get up in the morning I'm probably eating breakfast around 8 30 maybe 9 o'clock so that's that's me. I 16 hours. Oh, that would be totally impossible <laughs> for me. Um, so two days of me missing it, and I don't feel as good. <laughs> so I know uh, I gotta keep it up. I mean, I don't I don't feel like oh horrible by myself I just feel a little out of whack body wise and just gotta get back at it drinking I've been drinking a lot of water today and that has helped um so anyway another uh, symptom of disordered eating is preoccupation with food weight and body image that negatively impacts 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 quality of life so let me repeat that again since Apparently, I am I'm having issues speaking clearly. Preoccupation with food, weight, and body image that neg- negatively impacts quality of life. Um, not I don't have that issue, but I can see um, how some people do. A feeling of loss of control around food, in- including compulsive eating habits. Okay. I'm doing fairly good considering that I can encounter um, a lot of sweets and pastries. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to have pie tonight. I could. And there's cookies. But, you know, one thing about the intermittent fasting, I just, I'm totally having a little light bulb moment. I look forward to the next day because I think of the food I'm going to eat. Is that weird? Because I'm like, oh, I have this leftover that I'm not eating tonight and like tomorrow I can have a cookie. It's it's there. It's there. So maybe it's giving me a little discipline, a little um uh, gosh, what is it? I'm trying to think of the reward system. It's a reward system. Anyway, um, using exercise, food restriction, fasting, or purges to make up for bad food consumed. Okay, so like if I had, okay, yesterday I had bits of four donuts. 
I knew I was going to be working and I was going to be on my feet all day. So it's not like I was like, oh, I can have it because I have it. I wanted those donuts. And if I didn't have to, um, 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 gosh, probably walk about, uh, 15,000 steps yesterday, I still would have enjoyed those donuts. So anyway, uh, this is being way more personal of, uh, podcast episode that I expected I I just wanted to talk about um maybe not really portion control but how uh a menu or the smell of food or a restaurant can seduce you into ordering more food than you really want or that you need or and then the other thing is this is my other thing I hate food waste. I really, really, really like being creative with leftovers. So if you are, if you do order too much, consider how you can use what you, what you, um, ate to do leftovers. I mean, rice. I mean, if you order Asian food that has just the plain rice, meaning not like a fried rice is already mixed in. You can always use that rice in different ways. I love that. Um, Veggies. Veggies can be used, uh, of course, in a omelet. Um, Veggies can be used in a stir fry. Um, Veggies could be used um, in a frittata. Shoot, you can put the veggies in a sandwich. It doesn't matter. I mean, sandwiches sandwiches can be made. I mean, with just hey, put it put it in a burrito or a soft taco, and if you have some avocado, make a quick guacamole. I never make full on guacamole anymore because I don't. I rarely ever have cilantro. To me, it's just ripe avocado. Um, some garlic, salt, pepper, maybe some sriracha, and it's now it's guacamole. Anyway, um, so I was thinking about leftovers. I love being creative with leftovers, and you know what I dislike? I dislike how people who are really fitness fit fanatics, and I'm not saying that they have eating disorders. Um, but they spend their Sundays cooking, um, for the next seven days and they call it meal prep. Meal prep is just leftovers, leftovers in little convenient little, um, lunch boxes or what do you want to call Almost like bento boxes. It's like meal preps. It is just such a, um, ah, gosh, it's like some jock. I don't know. I just think so much of someone who is trying to make sure that they get their, um, keto or paleo on with the meal prep. I don't know. I, I do love the idea of cooking for the week. I hate that meal prep is, is, is a term that's used that kind of, 
uh, I want to say mansplain. It kind of mansplains. Like, why couldn't the people who do the meal prep just say, hey, I cook on Sunday night so that I have food for the rest of the week, leftovers for the rest of the week. No, maybe because people don't like the word leftovers. But I'm not seeing you... Well, the word leftovers, it doesn't sound that good. Okay, but meal prep sounds so aggro to me. So I don't love it. But meal planning your meals is good. I love planning my meals. I love planning my meals. Meal plan is better than meal prep. Meal prep. Meal plan better than um, meal prep. Okay. Okay, so what was the other thing? Oh, the other expression. Biting off more than you can chew. Now, for the most part, that expression isn't really talking about food. It means taking on too much. Now, I guess if you you order too much food maybe you do you do end up biting off more than what you could chew but I just think it's so funny that the eyes too, too big for your stomach and biting off for more, more than you could chew are two similar expressions but the one that actually means about biting and chewing are not as exactly about food Ugh. you know what Anyone who is not an American English born, um, like you born learning American English, you must hate all our idioms, similes, metaphors. I mean, because we don't talk right. <laughs> we don't. We do not. And the interesting thing is, think like younger like teenagers even hear some of these expressions anymore they may hear them from their parents but almost everything comes from their parents um probably sounds like um the adults on on uh, charlie brown special and hey those kids probably don't even know what a charlie brown's tv special is so Wah, 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 wah. It doesn't make sense to them. Anyway, um, biting off more than you should chew is when you take on too much. And you, you, you opted for it, and then you're like, oh. So, me currently, I'm not overwhelmed, but I am tired. <laughs> and I didn't bite off more than I could chew. I just. You know, I'm spent a year of working way less than um, 40 hours a week. And this week, I worked nearly 40 hours a week. And um, this 40 hours a week bullshit that I used to do in the before times, I'm not sure. Oh, it's hard. I'm gonna, it's going to take some adjustment. And then also, another thing that I'm realizing in this, I can totally podcast because it's just my, me talking into maybe a microphone, but a void. 
not really having a conversation. And now I'm realizing because I having more of them lately with people, with strangers. Um, I uh, can't do too much of that anymore. I have to have breaks. It's such a zap. Not like improv, like a zip, zoom, zip, zoom, zap. It's, it is, is, is zapping my energy to have a lot of two-way conversations. I'm like, say less. Why can't people say less? Here's an idea. Why can't we come up with an agreed emoji language and as opposed to actually hearing people's voices it'd be a text bubble that just came out from their head or whatever so they don't don't have to talk and I could just see their emoji bubble and they could see mine and it just goes back and forth no phone actually need it I'm talking about like an actual text bubble. They just hover over their heads. So like I would not even have to greet someone. It would be just a smiley face when they come in. I wouldn't even have to ask them how they're doing. It would be an emoji of, you know, a shrug. I don't know. I want that. I want less talking. If we have to communicate, can we... Because the thing is, what I'm thinking of is actually having your um, emojis being able to be transmitted and you don't have to type it. It's like your brain translates into these emojis and they're just, they just hover over your head. And it's like if you're walking on the street, you'll know who not to talk to. You know. And if they if they want to turn off that, then it'll just be like a do not disturb. I don't know. I'm thinking that. I'm thinking that. That would be so good. You still see their faces. They just don't have to talk. I don't want to hear voices anymore. Other people's voices. I... There, I have a, a sincere dislike for um, a woman I don't know, but I've heard her laugh. It's not a bad, it's not a very loud laugh. It's not like a snort laugh. It's a giggle. And... I don't know. I just that giggle sounds like someone half her age, and I'm judging someone's laugh. And I'm like, oh, I don't like people as much as I thought I did. I'm like, I like to hear people laugh, but that giggle it sounds inauthentic. It sounds like the giggle you you give to um, I don't know to flirt but flirting like in the 19 um 
fifties. I don't know. I don't like that giggle. Oh my god. This this is what I'm. This is what I. I don't, are we talking about food anymore? No, we're not. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's so let's let's be creative with our leftovers, people, <laughs> and let's say less to each other. <laughs> let's just let's just say less. I. If there is a way for us to communicate more, so that's less guesswork, but yet say less. That's why I like that term. Say less. Yes, please. And and um, maybe do it with, um, hey, letter writing. I'm not saying I want to be a part of some crazy group text thread. I do not. I'm just saying, say less. Say less. I'm going to say less right now. Um, I hope you have a good week. I know I was supposed to talk about food, but um, uh, it, there's some food in there. Um, and, um, you know, I know people say it all the time. Drink water. Wash your hands. Um, oh, and... Be anti-racist, okay? Have a delicious week. Bye.